Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back for another guest interview on Max Potential Habits. You all know that this is your place to come each and every week for tips, tools, and inspirational interviews to help you optimize your habits so you can thrive in your life and business. And those of you who have been with me for a while know that I went from food stamps to six figures and that I did that through wildly spending tons of time transforming my money mindset. So I was psyched when I found Noah St. John, who is a best-selling author and business coach. He's a keynote speaker and the number one best-selling author of, let's see, Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money is the name of his most recent book. So seriously, that's pretty NFA style, right? And I thought, we got to have him come on. He's the only author in history to have works published in Hay House, HarperCollins, Simon & Schuster, Mind Valley, Nightingale, Conan, and chicken soup for the soul like wow powerhouse awesomeness so that's who we have on the show today so you're definitely gonna want to tune into the whole thing and let's get going welcome to the show today noah well thanks amanda great to be here with you yeah awesome okay i want to hear especially because you've written so many books and, and and i'm sure you love quotes what's a quote that you live by well, a quote that I live by happens to be the name of my most recent book that you just mentioned, which is get rid of your head trash about money. Nice. Make sure because like you, uh, uh, well, it sounds like you, I mean, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. So I had a ton of what I call head trash about money, meaning poverty consciousness. And yeah. so that voice that says, oh, I'll never have any money. It's just for other people. I'll never be able to afford it. I'll never be wealthy. And so it took me years and years and years to overcome that through lots of self work, you know, self-help uh, programs and so forth, reading lots of books, going to all the seminars out there, listening to all the gurus, you yeah. know, but there were a lot of, uh, a lot of things they left out. Let's just put it that way. They, they forgot to mention a few things. And that's why I've written 15 books about what they left out. <laughs> so Ooh, nice. Uh, I want to know what do you, what would you say are the top things that you think they left out? Well, one of the things that I've been teaching for many years is this uh, method that I invented in 1997 uh, called affirmations, which you can see behind me, affirmations, not affirmations, right? So if you've ever read a self-help book, you know, everybody, you know, watching and listening to this program knows what an affirmation is. Like when I, whenever I'm doing uh, keynote speeches, whether it's virtual trainings or live events or, uh, you know, private workshops, I always like to play a little game with my audience. I say, okay, everybody, now we're going to do an affirmation just like they taught us, like all the gurus say. And everybody, uh, I say, everybody stand up and say, I am rich. And everybody goes, I am rich. And then you know what happens next? Everybody starts laughing. And they go, yeah. well, what are you laughing at? They say, well, I'm not rich. I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. See, now that's the problem with the old method, the affirmations method, there's nothing wrong with the statement. The problem is we just don't believe the statement, right? Yeah. So the gurus said, well, just repeat it a thousand million, billion, gajillion times, and you'll believe it someday. Now for millions, of, or, or for many people that worked just fine, but for millions of us, it didn't work at all, right? Mm -hmm. So that was where I was back in 1997, over two decades ago. I was a frustrated college student, broke, you know, and I was using these affirmations, doing everything they said to do. You know, I put it on the walls and sticky notes. I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm successful. No, I'm not. I'm broke, unhappy, and miserable. So <laughs> what's wrong? And I'm so frustrated, you know, because I'm doing, I'm following the steps. I'm like, why isn't this working? So I was actually in the shower one day when I had the epiphany that, 
changed my life. In fact, in, in, in my, my books, like uh, my book of affirmations, I call it the shower that changed everything <laughs> because I'm sure we've all had those hot moments in the totally. shower, right? Yeah. And, you know, it, it, this particular shower was, I was thinking about this very thing that I'm talking about. You know, how come I've been using these statements, these affirmations, doing exactly what they said, but they're not working now. I'm not getting any results. And I started to realize that the human brain works with questions, not statements. So if I ask you a question like, why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Your, your brain immediately starts to search for the answer. Yeah. And so your brain is like Google, right? It's like, it's like doing a computer search. It's searching its files and, you know, looking for the answer to the question. So I said, wait a minute, if the human mind is automatically searching for answers to questions, why are we going around making statements we don't believe? Why don't we just cut out the middleman? And I said, I don't know, what would that look like? Well, let's see if you have the statement or affirmation, I am rich, and your brain says, yeah, right. That's what happens for most of us, right? I'm rich. Yeah, right. No, you're not, right? And so I said, well, if that's the statement, what would the question be? And then I yeah. said, well, why am I so rich? And then I went, wow, that's a really cool question. What? Why am I so rich? And then I started to realize we're talking about the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. But we're sowing seeds of thought, but most people are sowing lousy thought seeds. Like, why am I so dumb? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why isn't my business growing? You ask lousy questions, you get lousy answers. So I said, wow, what if instead of asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers and create a lousy life, why don't we just flip the whole thing on its head? And I said, oh my gosh, I think I just invented something. So the name that I gave it was Affirmations. And you can look at that at affirmations.com. Remember, it's an O, not an I. So just remember, oh, Affirmations. And anyway, so long story short, uh, using my affirmations method, we've helped people from now over 140, over a million people in over 140 countries have now switched from affirmations to affirmations. And so now our, our mission is to help a billion people to really make the switch from affirmations to affirmations. Now, I, I want people to realize I'm not saying affirmations are bad. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying for millions of people, they're just frustrated because they're basically trying to bash their brain into submission. So using my affirmations method to have helped, I mean, literally over a million people to uh, make more money, to lose weight, to overcome addiction, to find love, to save marriages. I mean, it's really, really incredible when people start to use my affirmations method. So, so good. <laughs> so much richness here. You know, it, it, when you were saying the switch, I was like, oh yeah, the questions. The cool thing about questions is it just starts getting your brain going in a direction of problem solving, like you were saying. And when you go, why, what, where, when, well, like even asking the questions to saying, I am rich, going to, how would it feel to be rich? Then your brain starts going like, ooh, what will it feel like when I'm rich? Ooh, what's possible when I'm rich, right? Instead of, if you're sitting there saying I am rich and you don't believe it, pretty, what's gonna happen is you're gonna go, I'm full of shit. And then you beat yourself up even more, which you're already beating yourself up about. So then you just create this negative feedback loop. I, I love this. And it's funny because I used affirmations a lot when I started, but it was interesting because I had heard enough of that, that I, that I, what I would do is that I'd go, Ooh, I'm a money magnet. And I would reinforce it when I'd get a dollar even, you know, like right. if someone would buy me a cup of coffee, I'd be like, yeah, I'm a money magnet. And I would start to really daydream about it and see it that way. And so it worked, but it's because I had enough of that information to go, you can't say I'm a multimillionaire money magnet when you're on food stamps, your brain goes, you're full of crap. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's so, right. So what I, yeah. what I call that, Amanda, what you're describing, I call it trying to bash your brain into submission. 
Yeah. That's what the old style is. And for yeah. some people it works, you know, and, and you know, you gave some great examples there. But what I love about my affirmations, whether what, you know, more importantly, what over a million people love about it is that you don't have to bash your brain into submission when you use empowering questions because yeah. of the brain's embedded presupposition factor. And so the bottom line is it just, it's just a heck of a lot faster and easier and a lot less stressful. And the results uh, are pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's really cool. Will you share what you would say the top three to five money blocks are for people? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so one of the things that I work with on my with my one on one coaching clients all the time, I mean, because I work with with groups of private workshops with, you know, virtual trainings and one on one and as well as group coaching. And one of the things we work on all the time across the board, whether it's my virtual trainings or group or one on one coaching is the idea that it's more spiritual to not have money, you know, and in fact, if you have a lot of money, if you're wealthy, you must be selfish, you must be a bad person. Yeah. Now, people ask me all the time, well, where did that belief come from? I'm like, well, where doesn't it come from? Just <laughs> turn on the TV and, and, you know, or pick up the newspaper and all you see is these people, uh, wealthy people who are, are doing bad things. But, yeah. but the reason that you see that is because that's the news. Meanwhile, there's 99% of wealthy people are, are just good people. You know, yeah. of course there's bad apples and everything, but they're going to get the news. They're going to get the headlines. Right. And so also it's in, it's in the Bible. It's in lots of spiritual and religious beliefs. You know, it's easier for uh, a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven and so forth and so on. And money is the root of all evil, which is a misquote. That's not what the Bible says. Exactly. It says love of money is the root of all evil. And Mark Twain said lack of money is the root of all evil, which I believe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. my point is there's just so much head trash. Again, going back to my, my point of head trash, uh, you know, Jung called it the collective unconscious. So there is not just our individual head trash, but there is a collective unconscious head trash. You know, yeah. particularly about money, which is you if you want to be a good person, you better not make money. And also, you know, you'll notice and maybe you went through this, Amanda, a lot of, you know, I went through this personally as remember, because I came from poverty to poverty to abundance. And as my clients are growing in abundance, too, because, of course, they do, they start to double or triple their income, um, you know, using my methods. And they'll start to hit that ceiling of, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't think I can make any more than this. And, and they start to, it, it's in their body. And yeah. so that's something I call walking up the spiral staircase of success. Every, it's very rare that you just take, you know, go from zero to six figures overnight. That doesn't usually happen. Usually you have to build it one step at a time. But that's the point is you need to put it in your body, mind, and spirit as well as the, you know, the blocking and tackling of business itself. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how much alignment we have. It's so cool because I talk about, you know, your growth path as this upward spiral trajectory. We always think it's like this straight line. You go, oh, oh, take a step, take a step up, 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 up. Awesome. It all feels good. Success feels great. But it's like it's the spiral, right? There's downs, there's ups, there's twists, there's turns, there's parts that are unknown. There's every quantum leap you take to the next level of yourself. You're going to experience the new block that then you get to break through the ceiling. And that, like you're talking about the head trash, it's like those unconscious collective beliefs we have. I was, it was, oh, I was talking to someone. It was a podcast interview. It was in the first five that I did. It was DeRay. 
Um, and we were talking about money and he was talking about how in movies, I don't know if we actually talked about it in the podcast, but I think it was pre-show. We were talking about how in movies, the collective conscious gets, gets, you know, we have this cultural belief system that wealthy people are bad because they're so demonized in the movies. It's like always the, the rich people doing the horrible things. And you're like, money is bad. If I have a lot of money, I'm going to turn into a bad person. So Absolutely. it's a, a and, really you know, so powerful one. It is powerful. And, and I talk about that a lot too. If you look at movies, I, I use that example a lot. Who are the only villains you can have? A rich white guy. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's like that's the only villain you can have nowadays. Yeah, uh, that's true. And it's like, oh, okay, money equals you're a bad person, yeah. which is of course not. I mean, you know, I'm friends with everybody in the industry. I've been doing this for over two decades. Uh, you know, I'm I, I used to be the youngest guy in the room. Now I'm one of the old guys, which I kind of like being the youngest guy better. But oh well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, but you know, now they call me the OG of of success, which is I guess that's a compliment. <laughs> that's but awesome. anyway, um, you know, I know all these guys and gals and. They're, you know, they're very wealthy and they're really good people, you know, so totally. like yeah. I said, I mean, you, you have, there's rich people who are nice and rich people who are jerks and poor people who are nice and poor people who are jerks. It totally. really doesn't make any difference. But the point is that if you want to have a bigger impact on the world, which of course I'm sure everybody listening and watching this program does, they want to have a bigger impact, bigger influence, and you want to have a bigger income, right? Those are the three I's, impact, influence, and income. And that's yeah. what, of course, I help my clients with. And that's what we've been doing for two decades. But if you want to have that, you're going to have to work on yourself a lot, just as much as you're, you're giving value to the world. So that's why personal growth is so important. And it's an ongoing process. And that's why, you know, I talk about also another thing that I work on with clients is what I call the power habits of unconsciously successful people. That was another one of my books. You mentioned I got 15 books. I won't show you all of them, but these are just the, the three of the most popular ones. But this is, you know, one of my new books called Power Habits, The New Science for Making Success Automatic. So that's, this is a big, big part of what we do is helping people with the power habits of unconsciously successful people, meaning what highly successful people do unconsciously that they, they're not even aware that they're doing and they can't teach you. So yeah. that's one of the reasons that my clients, you know, have really added over $2.7 billion dollars over the last two decades, meaning we've helped people add six figures, seven figures, and yes, even eight figures, um, literally by installing these habits, both the, uh, the inner habits and the outer habits that you need for success. Awesome. Will you talk about that? I mean, you know, this is Max Potential Habits Podcast, so it's a great place to share some of those habits. Talk about the unconscious, ha you said the unconscious habits of highly successful people. It's those things that are on autopilot that are setting them up for success. So obviously those are the ones we want to replicate. <laughs> That's right. And, and the key to that is, I, I, I'll give you an example. So, uh, you know, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood, a little town called Kennebunkport, Maine. So when I was growing up in my family of origin, it was just, you know, lack, fear, poverty, the, that poverty consciousness that we're talking about. But I literally saw that right down the street, there was great wealth and abundance. So I said, what is going on here? You know, because you hear all the time, well, the secret to success is hard work, right? We, we all heard that, right? Yeah. But I go, well, wait a minute. My parents worked really hard and they were never successful. So no, yeah. that's not the answer. It's not hard work because, you know, my dad worked really, really hard and so did my mom and they never were successful. So what aren't they telling us? 
And so what I realized over many, many years of, of study and, and practice and making a lot of mistakes and spending a lot of money on all the gurus out there, the well-known coaches and so forth out there, and realizing that you know a lot of times they don't even know how they got there. E either they don't know or they don't want to say. And that you know that's okay. I get it. Um, but my point is that what I realized in interviewing, I, I mean, I've had the chance to interview over 150 of these you know millionaires, multimillionaires, the world's what I call the top two percenters. And a lot of times they really are doing things unconsciously. They're literally not aware that they're doing. So when you look at habits, um, you know, we all go through uh, four stages. We have unconscious incompetence, which is you don't, or you don't know, you don't know. Then you have conscious incompetence, which is you know, you don't know. And you have conscious competence, which is you know that you know. And then finally, unconscious competence, which is you do without thinking. That's like driving a car, right? We all had to go through those four stages. First, you didn't know you didn't know how to drive a car. Then you knew you didn't know how to drive a car. Then you learned how to drive a car. So you're doing it consciously, but it's still like really hard and like, ah, right? And then all now for most people watching this program, you know, you're, you're, if you drive a car, you do it without thinking, right? You're literally not thinking. You're thinking about 27 other things, but not driving yeah. a car, right? Yeah. So, and, but there's dozens of habits or tasks that we do every day, maybe hundreds that we went through those four stages. Well, what I realized with the two percenters, they've gone through that with success, this phenomenon called success. So they are literally not holding themselves back. In other words, they don't have the head trash that millions of us have. They just, they don't have this, yeah. what I also call driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake, right? Mm -hmm. So think about it, if you're going towards your goal, right? Because your goal is like driving a car, right? You're where you are and you want to be over there, right? So that's like going from point A to point B in your car. But guess what? If you're driving in your car and you unconsciously have one foot on the brake, how long is it going to take you to reach that goal? A long time, right? And yeah. meanwhile, what, the, what happens is the gurus come up and they say, well, you know what you do? You know what you should do? Uh, you should use a more expensive type of gas. It's the wrong gas that you're putting in your car. And, you're like, and they're like, oh, okay. So you put in more expensive gas, spend a lot of money and you still have your foot on the brake. And then the other, another person comes up and says, well, you, you should get a new set of tires. That's it, it's the tires that aren't good enough. Okay, spend more money and get new tires. You're still doing the same thing. Finally, another guru comes along and says, you know what, you should get a new car. Your car is not good enough. Get, you know, spend a lot of money, get a brand new car. And you, know, you get a new car and you're like, wow, I just spent a lot of money and I'm still getting the same result. So meanwhile, I come along and I say, did you know you have your foot on the brake? And they're like, no. I said, did you know that if you just get your foot off the brake, you can reach your goal faster, easier, with a lot less effort? Really? Yeah. So we just do these things and you just get your foot off the brake. And that's why we have people double, triple, quadruple their income. And literally they're working. I'll give you a quick example. I had one woman named Sheila who uh, came to one of my events uh, and she had spent lots of money on all the gurus out there, you know, literally tens of thousands of dollars. She was making about $5,000 a month in her business. So pretty good, but she knew she wanted to do more and she knew she was capable of more, but she spent all that money and all that time with all those guys and, you know, had just hit that ceiling. So, uh, you know, I said to her what I'm saying to you on this program, which is, you know, you, you, you probably have your foot on the brake. And she was like, what? Anyway, so anyway, long story short, she hired me as her coach. In less than one year, we got her from where she was making $5,000 a month in sales to over $75,000 a month in sales. $5,000 to $75,000. That's a 15 times increase in one year. Awesome. Now, you'd say, well, that's impossible. And I go, well, yeah, if you do it the way they do it, yeah, it's impossible. But yeah. if you just think logically, you go, well, wait a minute. If I were to just get my foot off the brake, I'd reach my goals a lot faster. And what's so funny is, and wonderful, Sheila said, Noah, not only am I able to take my family on trips and vacations and, you know, pay cash for all this, what, you know, these things that we've always dreamed of and, and buying their dream home and so on, 
But she said, no, well, I'm working less to make $75,000 a month than to make 5,000 than when I was making 5,000 a month. So yeah. that's the point about when you really start to understand these, again, I call it the power habits. Um, it really starts to bring everything into focus and go, wow, all that hard work I put in, now I can finally use it and reach my goals so much faster. Awesome. Will you share? Okay. So th there's a lot that came up with what you were sharing because absolutely. I so agree with you. It's these, it's the unconscious belief systems we have that keep the foot on the brake. Right. And most people don't know that. And you can change your entire, you can change a whole bunch of different outer things thinking that's going to fix it. That's going to fix it. But your outer, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if your inner world is stuck up here with that trash, you're going to be stuck forever. Not necessarily stuck forever. You might get there, but it's going to be a lot harder and you probably won't be able to get to the same level as when, if you let go of the, the stuckness in your mind. So will you share, well, first I wanna say, you know, when you were talking about your parents working hard and then seeing people around you who were making money and, you know, I, I so agree with you. We have that belief, like the, if you just work more, you'll make more money. Absolutely not true. Lots of people who are poor make a, work the heart way, 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 way harder right. than people who are having their money make money for them. And then, and I think it's partly why, you know, we see intergenerational wealth get carried on. It's because the downloads that those kids get as children are completely different, right? They're like, oh, it's like rich dad, poor dad mentality. That's right. And so will you share what those, you know, what would you say are kind of some of the core on the core habits that need to be implemented in order for people to succeed financially? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do, I do uh, give, you know, talk about that in, in the power habits book, I, right on page 100. This is the power habit system right here. So you remember Da Vinci's man, if yeah. you remember that image. So we kind of, uh, you know, did a tip of the cap to Da Vinci here. Yeah. And so these are the 11 power habits of unconsciously successful people. Nice. And so you'll give see. us a teaser, give us yeah, three, absolutely. and then, so and then I'm going to urge people to buy your book because yeah, absolutely. Incredible. And also this is also in my, uh, I have an online Academy called power habits Academy, and you can just uh, Google power habits Academy or powerhabitsacademy.com. But anyway, so the, the first power habit is in fact, affirmations. It is in fact to change your subconscious thought patterns, from negative to positive. I'll give you a, another example of that. Uh, there was uh, one of our clients named uh, Jake and he, um, when he first uh, came across my work, he said that he had these four addictions that he had been trying to kick for 17 years, including smoking and caffeine and, and you know, some other, literally he told me four different addictions that he'd been trying to kick for 17 years. He used my affirmations method and he was not only able to quit all of those addictions in just 30 days, but he said that he used to live when he found me, he was living in this small, like 300 square foot apartment. Now he lives in a beautiful condo. He has his own business and it said his life has completely changed as a result of affirmations and power habits. So I want people to realize something. Um, and I say this to my clients all the time, you know, whether it's in my private workshops or live uh, keynotes or virtual events which is what is one area of your life where your beliefs don't affect you? What's one area of your life where your beliefs don't affect you? And people go, um, uh, and I go, exactly. There's no place your beliefs don't affect you, right? I mean, your beliefs affect your health, certainly, right? Yeah. Your, your, you know, your weight, your well-being, just your peace of mind, your, your ability to sleep at night, get the rest you need and so on. They certainly, beliefs affect your wealth, right? Your money, 
finances, that poverty consciousness or abundance consciousness like we've been talking about. And of course, your beliefs affect your relationships. There's no question about that. So there's literally no place where your beliefs don't affect you. But here's the, the tricky part for most of us is that you can't see a belief. You can only see the effects of a belief, right? And not only that, but you could be doing really well in one area of your life, but maybe in another area you're stuck or struggling. For example, maybe you know your health is going really well, but your, your business is struggling or vice versa, right? Maybe your business is going well, but maybe your health is suffering and maybe your relationships uh, you know, aren't where you want it to be or whatever. So the point is it's not cookie cutter, one size fits all, right? With our one-on-one with -on -one clients and in our group programs, we really have to look at each individual person at, for each individual case, right? Because we can't just say, well, just fix your beliefs because yes, there is that methodology to do it, namely affirmations and power habits, but it is of course different for each person. So I would really just start for most everybody to realize, wow, am I holding myself back from the success I'm capable of? Let me give you another quick, quick example, if I may. Um, I was speaking at, at a event in Los Angeles for about a thousand entrepreneurs, a very high level entrepreneurial event. I was walking off the stage and a man came up to me and said, Noah, I want to hire you as my coach. You are the coach I've been looking for, he said. Now, I didn't know this man from Adam. Ironically, his name was Adam. <laughs> and so I said, okay, what's going on? He says, well, Noah, I'm totally stuck. I'm only making $4 million a year. Now, of course, I had the laugh, right? I'm like, hmm. Uh, a lot of people would like to be stuck with air quotes at $4 million a year, right? That didn't sound like a big problem, right? He goes, no, you, no, no, you don't understand. I own, a, I own a, a software company. I'm the CEO of this company. And we grew to $4 million in revenues really fast. But we have been stuck at $4 million for the last four years. We've been plateaued and just we've had no growth. And he says, I've hired all the gurus, every marketing dude, every you know, guy, every well-known coach out there. He named all the big names. I've thrown all this money at this problem. And we can't grow. He said, but as soon as I heard you speak about head trash and power habits and affirmations and foot on the brake, everything you just said, something inside of me said, this is the coach that I've been looking for. So he literally hired me right on the spot. I worked with him for about a year and a half to two years. In that period, Amanda, his company went from being stuck at 4 million for the previous four years to over 20 million in sales in just less than two years. And so you say, well, wow, that's great, uh, but how does that help me? You know, I'm not making four million, I'm not making a million a year, whatever. He, but what I want everybody watching and listening to realize is that 90% of what we worked on was beliefs and habits, exactly what I'm sharing with you in this program. 90% of it was, you know, looking at his disempowering beliefs, changing them to empowering beliefs, working on these power habits. We, we talked very little, frankly, about you know, the sales and marketing part of yeah. his business, which is what he'd thrown all this money at. It yeah. really was in terms of really what was in his head. So awesome because, I mean, it's it's so aligned with me where I go, people often, you know, they'll hire me. It's like, I'm a business coach, right? So it's like people hire me for business development, but it's like we work on beliefs. And, and it's right. because it, it's it's root cause. It's, right. it's root cause. So it doesn't surprise me at all. And we have that thermostat level set, you know, if he's, his is at 4 million, which for a lot of people is like, I would love to be stuck at 4 million a year. <laughs> but you know, that's it's right. like, if, if that's your set point and you know that you can do more then somewhere, you've got to understand. One of my favorite quotes of all time is Carl Jung. And he says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And it's that set point, right? right? You go like, oh, this, it, but it's because it's unconscious. So it's, to me, it sounds like you're a master of helping people 
understand what's stopping them, keeping their foot on the brake, dealing with the head trash, and then stepping into habits that are empowering and, and getting them going in the right direction. I, I think the results would say that, yes. Yeah, that's incredible. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, what would you say, it's interesting because you've written so many books. Um, you, you were talking about hidden connection between habits and money. And I know you've been talking about this the whole time. Would you say, you know, for people that have like a key takeaway in, because now they have the key takeaway of like, okay, my beliefs really matter. And if right. I don't, if I don't understand the head trash beliefs that I have, I'm going to be stuck at a set point, whatever that is for them. What's a next, you know, practical, actionable tip that you could give them? Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's also in my book, uh, get rid of your head trash about money, which is available for free, by the way, we're going to let people know about that at send me a book, Noah.com. Very awesome. easy to remember. But um, anyway, so I do talk about that also. I, I like to use a lot of pictures in my books, you know, pictures and diagrams. Good, yeah. The, the human brain works with images and pictures, right? So anyway, you'll see it right here on page 46 of the Head Trash book, which is the, the hidden connection really is what I call inner game and outer game. Inner game is everything that happens between your ears that you can't see directly, but it affects everything that you do. Like I was saying earlier about your beliefs, right? There, There's no place you're beliefs or your inner game doesn't affect you. But then we also have the outer game, which is everything you can see directly. So that's, you know, the, the daily habits, the systems, the strategies, the blocking and tackling that we entrepreneurs, uh, you know, we uh, people who are, are working every day ha have to do. And so you have to actually do it. So what's so funny is uh, I have a lot of people who hire me as a coach and they say, well, Noah, you know, I've been working on my inner game for so long and I watched The Secret 37 times and I, and I said, and my, my plan was to become a millionaire. And I said, great, how are we going to do that? They said, well, I, they said, you just think about money and it comes in. And I'm like, head, you know, what's that? Face palm, right? Face palm. You're like, well, they lied to you is what it is. They lied, <laughs> okay? Because that's not how it works on the planet called Earth. Maybe there's some planet that works on, but it ain't the Earth, you know? On this planet, we have to do that annoying thing called work, right? And it's, it's exactly like saying, well, you know what, Noah, I want to have six-pack abs, but I'm going to sit on the couch, eat junk food, and never exercise. So, huh? But I'm just going to think about having six-pack abs. I'm like, well, give me a call sometime, will you? Yeah, if you figure you know, that out, you will be a multi-billionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Take the pill and boom, there you go, zap, yeah. it's, it's easy. But anyway, you get the point, right? So that, that's really what I, when you look at the, the hidden connection between habits and money, that really is where it is. So yeah. what I always say is, look, if you want to make incremental improvements, then just work on your inner game or your outer game. But if you want to make exponential improvements, then you need to work on both. That's what I do with my clients. So, you know, yes, as much as we focus on inner game and power habits and affirmations, we also work on the, the outer game, the, the lead magnets, the sales funnels, the webinars, you know, all the, like I said, I call it the blocking and tackling of digital marketing. I've been selling products online since 1997. That's when we still had the, remember that, you know, yeah, you're probably yeah. too young to remember. But anyway, I mean, I, oh, like I, I said, I'm one of the yeah. OG. And so I remember it very well. I mean, people, people had to send me a check and I couldn't even take credit cards, you know, back then they sent yeah. me a check and I'd mail them a book or and whatever they, it was. Yeah, and then you would mail them the book too. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been, I've seen it all and done it all, but anyway, yeah. you, you have to have both of those. Otherwise it's, you know, and that's why we see the people going from, from 4 million to 20 million or 5,000 a month to 75,000 a month. And literally, as I mentioned, you know, in, in all cases, literally, they're working less. So I, I do want to emphasize that, that, you know, that that's the old saying of work smarter, not harder. 
but really it's worked more systematically. That's the point is people don't, well, they don't have the systems because they just don't know the systems. Why? Because no one's ever taught them how to do it. Right. Yeah. It, well, and it's interesting because when you're stuck in that place of not knowing the way, we think we can work our way out of it somehow, but really you need new information. And it, it, it's as simple as someone coming along and saying, do you know your foot's on the brake? <laughs> right. But it's like, it, it's them even knowing to ask that question. And then you go, right. oh, well, duh. But you could it, live your whole entire it life. Is, it is one of those face It really is. It's, it's like, so wow, powerful. Yeah. Well, and I love it, you know, because it's like secret is awesome, but it, you're right. It's like that part, like you can't just sit and think your way to a new reality. And the truth is the reason it doesn't work, because if you really are a manifestation master, you can think things into reality, but you take action at the same time. And the problem is most people who want to be rich, what they're really focusing on is their lack of being rich. So they're sitting there right. thinking, I want a million dollars because I have all this lack. And what they're really focusing on is the lack, which right. that's what you attract more of, more lack. You know, so it's, it's, it, we forget that that's why that doesn't work because the law of attraction is a real thing and, it, you know, universal principles, but you've got to understand how to actually use the universal principles to your benefits, which is a mix of the way you think and the way you act, which is your habits and your mindset. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and I mean, I, again, growing up in poverty consciousness, I know what that's like. So when yeah. people come to me with that, uh, poverty, because let's face it, that's 98% of the earth. Uh, totally. It's most human beings that you're going to meet uh, yeah. on this planet. Uh, we're raised in poverty consciousness. So we're not, we're not casting aspersions. We're not putting anyone down. We're saying, look, this is where we're trying to raise the consciousness of the earth. That's why I love being on podcasts like this one, Amanda, with you, because there's, that's certainly what you're uh, attempting to do and doing. You're, you're actually doing it, uh, yeah. raising, the con raising the consciousness, which is wonderful. So, you know, that's why it's an honor and a privilege for me to be on shows like this with you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I mean, awesome. I can't wait to check out your book. It's so cool. I mean, we're so aligned in the ways that we think about the, th about the world. And I think it, you know, it's similar. I grew up in a wealthy white community and you know my my mom and dad worked their butts off and they had my mom was a, a housekeeper for my wealthy friends you know so it was like a really similar situation and and yet she was a powerful entrepreneur when i look back i i was like my mom made hundreds of thousands of dollars over her life time nice. you know and it's like but i you know it's like not a job or a, or a business industry that's necessarily revered so i had a lot of negative beliefs around exactly like you're talking about growing up and being raised the funny thing is that we think like oh you've got to be raised in poverty to to have a poverty consciousness and i like that you just said you know 98 percent of people really do because even if you you could make you could be a millionaire and be stuck in poverty consciousness you know it's no like it's more of just a set of the way that you think and believe and even feel about yourself being wealthy um, so, so many good tips in there. That's incredible. Um, will you share what your top three max potential habits are that you believe got you where you are today? Yeah, I, I will. Uh, the first one is affirmations. Uh, no question. Learning how to turn my disempowering beliefs into empowering beliefs, you know, using my uh, four-step affirmations method. The second one is really always to be focused on my goal, on where I want to go. Uh, again, I use the driving a car analogy because that's what success is. You've got to keep focused. And guess what? There's going to be red lights. There's going to be detours. There's going to be accidents on the side of the road. Maybe you're going to be in an accident. So, but you've got to keep focused on that goal. And then the third habit that um, I always work with my clients on, and, and of course, I have to work on myself on that, is, is to focus on my why to. 
you know, why am I going there? Why do I want that? Um, you know, for me, it's never been the money. Uh, money is, is not a motivator for me. I'm not saying I don't like money. I freaking love money, especially growing up without it. I, it's sure is much nicer to have it than not have it. Um, but it's not the primary motivator for me. What we see in this industry, the sad thing is that for most of the gurus and all those well-known coaches out there, money is in fact their primary motivator, profit. And they act that way. So when someone is profit motivated, that's what they put in front of relationships, in front of human relationships. For me, it's all about the relationships. Uh, I always put my human relationships first. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else. I'm just saying for years and years, I tried to be like them. I tried to be like those guys. Money, 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 profit, profit, profit. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, I hate this. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just not wired that way. Again, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm just saying what, what people will, will show is what motivates you, right? or what motivates you know them. And so when you look at those guys and they're you know they're in front of their Lambos and their stuff like that, and they're like, hey man, look at all this cool stuff I got. I'm like, yeah, have you helped anybody else, or is it all about you? You know, it's all about your stuff, your toys. And they go, <coughs> and I'm like, okay, see you later. You see what I mean? But believe me, I was seduced by that just like a lot of people, you know, because I'm like, oh, I want all that shiny objects. And then I found out I don't really give a shit about those. <laughs> I don't care, you yeah. know. So I'd rather brag about the cars that I helped you get that are in your garage rather than the cars that are in my garage. Because if it's all about the cars that are in my garage, yeah. then who have I helped? And, and so that to me is a very, very important point when you're looking for a mentor. That's something you really need to, to look for is what is their motivator? And if they're always showing pictures of their Lambos and stuff, you're like, you should maybe run the other way because I'd rather brag about my clients than myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it makes me think of values alignment. Like when you're looking for a coach, be values aligned. You know, it's like, because it ultimately you, you can make a lot of money for the sake of making money or, and you can make money for the sake of serving people. You know, it's like, it's whatever your why is that's it gets you up in the morning and inspired. That's where you're going to be most profitable because you're never going to give up and you're always going to persevere because you're going to have your mindset fixed on, on those things. So it's like, it's just, yeah, I, I love, I think about that because, you know, I tell people when they're getting into a new business, don't be doing it just for the money unless that is your ultimate number one value. If it is, then it could work. But realistically, money isn't going to get you up in the morning at the end of the day when the going gets tough in what you're doing. It's going to be the love of the why of what's underneath all of it. You got it. Yeah. I, I'm curious. Like, do you, do you have like a why statement or do you, you know, what is your why? I'm curious. Like it, it's, to well, help I've been saying, I've been saying for many years. And if you go to our website, you can see we have a, a page called we believe where I lay out, you know, our literally our belief statements. And the number one belief is we believe uh, that in, in a world that is supposed to value love and, and nice. we believe that love is the most important quality in any business. And it's so funny. I was meditating one day because I, I, I heard someone say, you know, some business guru said, you know, you should put that on your, put your, put your values on your website. And I'm like, huh, okay, I got it. I know what they are, but I never wrote them down. Yeah. And I said, okay. So I was meditating. I said, we believe that we believe in the power of love to make the world a better place. That's the first thing that popped in my head. We believe in the power of love to make the world a better place. I said, well, that's stupid. You can't put that on their website. They'll laugh me out of this out of the station. And I said, well, what station are we talking about? Who, who's laughing? Yeah. And you know what? If they don't like it, then they can go see somebody else. I believe in the power of love to make the world a better place. So put it down there. I said, okay. And yeah. you know what's so great is now I attract people who also believe that, which is totally yeah. awesome.
Oh, that's so great. It, it makes me smile so big because it's, it, you know, like for me with NFA, no fucking around coaching, it's like, so, you know, I have people sometimes, I think most people, if they see it and they don't like it, they just kind of go away. Some right. people like hate it to where they, they will message me and be like, that isn't, you, you know, profanity in your business name. And then just go, it's okay. It's not for everyone. And it's playful and fun. And, you know, it's like, I, similarly, I go NFA love, like be serious about joy, be serious about like loving your life. Like that's NFA style. <laughs> Nice. So I, I, I so value and appreciate that you put that on your website because you're right. It's, I think that it's undervalued and people think it's fluffy. And the truth is it, to me, it's the aligning principle of the world. You know, you go like, if you want to spread love in the world, you're going to be rewarded. I, I feel that way too. So I, I put it there. I put yeah. my flag in the ground and I said, Hey, there we are. So, so awesome. come on in and if you don't like it, you know, go yeah. ahead. good for you. It's so great. <laughs> so awesome to have you on Noah. Okay. So you said you have a, you have your book as a free giveaway. Awesome. Yeah. Will you share with people where they can get that? Yeah, absolutely. So the book is called get rid of your head trash about money. It is available on Amazon, but if you want it free, just go to sendmeabooknoah.com. Very easy to remember. Sendmeabooknoah.com. And I will do that. I will send you a book. So we just ask you to cover the shipping. Uh, so send me a book, Noah. Uh, also, do go to affirmations.com. That's where you can get my affirmation system. That's my online training program. That's my most popular one. Uh, that has been used by over a million people all around the world. So affirmations.com. And my main website is just noahstjohn.com. That's my name. So you can just find out about our different programs and live events. We have a, a virtual events like online business retreat. And I teach people about inner game and outer game. And we just have a lot of fun. Wonderful. So cool. I, I love I, I love getting to see where you're at in the years that you've developed your business, you know, because I'm at the beginning stage of my business development. And I, I often have that problem with negatively comparing myself and going like, I want to be there faster. And I get impatient. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's where I'm headed. And it's awesome. I get to change the world through up-leveling mindset, just like you've done. And it's so cool to have the goal to impact a billion people. I have on mine, I want to impact a minimum of 5 million people. And when I made the goal in the beginning, I was like, that's really big and scary. And, and I can't, I do it. And I was like, well, I'm going to go for it. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I could see, you know, far more than that. So a billion, I mean, high fives yeah. to you. And I will, I a hundred percent believe that you will do it. Oh, so yeah. that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on to share your wealth of wisdom and knowledge and, and giving away free books. My pleasure. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you for being here. And really don't forget to go. I'll have all of the show notes, the links in the show notes. So get the book, send me a book, Noah.com sounds incredible. And also the um, power habits book sounds amazing as well. So, you know, check Noah out. Obviously he's a man who's been there and done that and really cares and has, you know, I only bring people on who like to bring you actionable strategies. So he's bringing you a ton of actionable strategies and getting at the root cause of why you might be stuck. So, so important and incredible and awesome. So make sure you go to those show notes. I will be back next week. I hope that everybody has an incredible max potential week where you Focus on understanding the head trash that you have. <laughs> know that it's there. Don't beat yourself up. Start to dissect it by asking questions. Check out affirmations so that you can start to question it. Dig deeper, uncover those blocks so that you can thrive and feel alive and lead an incredible business and life. I'll be back. Bye everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. 
This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free ebooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus, links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.